Hey, this is Eric from Catching Light. Hey, this is Hemp. Hey, this is Glenn. Hi, I'm Steve-O. Hey, this is Drew Hines with Hindsight Imagery. This is Matt Callahan and Digimatty Photographic Services. Hey, this is Jason, and welcome to Tales from the Pit. And welcome to Tales from the Pit, the behind-the-lens access to the entertainment world and the creative people involved. Today is our part two with our guest, Stefan Jensen of Warnstar and F3 Studios. We hope you enjoy the episode. Let's kind of jump back to photography now. So, I mean, you kind awesome. of talked about your history, but I mean, that's kind of the real the real meat of this, this podcast is really talking about photography. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to you've sort of you know gone from film to digital to everything we have today with mirrorless and everything like that uh we'll, we'll start off what what is your current equipment what do you like using right now okay uh let me preface this by saying i'm not a big tech guy okay no worries i don't i don't keep up on the gear i'm not a gear guy at all but uh my current camera is a d800 an icon d800 which is yep. geez i don't even know how old that is now six seven years old probably yep. Yep. And, uh, and I have one Nikkor lens that I use. I've got a, I've got a couple of cheaper, uh, Tamron lenses, uh, a long lens and a wide angle that I almost never use. I bought them mainly for live, but I, I don't shoot that much anymore. I mainly just use my one Nikkor lens. And, uh, I like, I love shooting in the studio. I love shooting, uh, with, uh, artificial light and strobes. Yep. I don't think of myself as a great natural light photographer. Um, so I like, even when I'm on, even when I'm on location, I like to bring a, a strobe with me. Yep. I like that look even on location. Um, but yeah, I've got it. I, when we, we moved into this location, I built out a studio that my previous studio, you know, I had a, a big black wall and I had a backdrop and I would shoot all these bands and everything. And, <clears throat> and I just didn't like the look of stuff that was shot in the studio with a backdrop and all that. I didn't like, I never was a fan of that. So, um, so I would edit my stuff in post that would add layers to it, add textures to it. So the shot would look different than, than that crummy background. But when I moved here, I, st I was slowing down on doing bands and we moved to this location. I was slowing down on doing bands and I was doing, uh, mostly product photography. So we built out a studio with two big black walls and two big white walls. And that's where I shoot most of my stuff. And then. I do all my textures and everything in post. So most of my stuff is, uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm an, I wouldn't say I'm a very tech savvy guy. And I couldn't like, if I shot something, I couldn't explain to you how I did it or, or how I lit it. Yep. Um, I just know what looks good and I know how to shoot it. Yep. And, but I'm also, I also shoot as an editor because mm -hmm. I'm like before I was good at photography, but I'm really good at post. Yep. I'm really good at editing and I love doing it. Yeah. It but definitely try, shows. Go ahead. Sorry. And I, and I, but I don't, I try not to make, I don't like making stuff look like it's, I don't like 
cheesy Photoshop effects, even though there's some that I use, but that's, <laughs> but I don't, I try to make it look, uh, I, I try and make it look like it's not retouched, like it's not overly retouched. I'll say that, you know, if you go to your F3studios.com site, I mean, you have some epic, epic stuff. I mean, your stuff has a very, you, I can tell it immediately by looking at it, it's your shot. I know I can tell your work right away by it. You just have this very specific epic look that you have. And I, I just, you know, I love Thank your you. work. I love it. And again, that's F3studios.com. Yep. Uh, and then warnstar.com is the, uh, the clothing line. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had a chance to update a lot of stuff on F3 Studios because I'm so busy. There's so much stuff that I wish I had time to put up there. But uh, I'm, I'm selfish with my my free time, which is not uh, much. I understand. You got some killer. So you've done album covers. You've done uh, a lot, a lot of band photos and stuff like that. Is there anything that stands out to you as like this was uh, something that was like, man, I was really worried about this. And then, man, it came out better than I thought or any, there's anything that stands out like that sort of work. Oh, um, I love a good challenge. I, yeah. I try to any project I take on, I try and do, I try every project I take on, excuse me, freelance project, any project for a band or anything like that. I try and do one thing different that I've never done before. Um, so that way it's a challenge to me yep. and there's something for me to shoot for that the client may not even know about. Um, but I love working with other creative people too that have come to me with great ideas. Um, a good example of that is, uh, is the band Dope, who mm -hmm. I've been working with for, we were just, I was just discussing with this with Edsel, the singer, the other night. We met 20 years ago next month. So we've been working together for about 20 years. And um, I was kind of an you know, an unofficial me member of the band. Cause I was, I worked with, it was Edsel and I that basically determined the look of that band for the last 20 years, or at least look, the look of their visuals. Yep. Um, and they trusted me. I like working with a client like that, that trusts me to, to take, to, to take over the look of their band. But Edsel had such strong opinions about what he wanted it to be. So it was a really, sometimes really difficult to work with. Mm -hmm. And um, when we were younger, we would get into uh, sort of arguments over it. Um, not so much anymore, but the, the process was a little tough, but the end product we loved, we were always happy with. I may not get what I want out of it, but I knew what he wanted and I made sure I got him what he wanted. Um, but then I would try and work something in there that, was a challenge for me. So I've worked with them for that long and we're talking about his next record. Uh, we're talking about working on his next record. Um, I've got to do that in the next few months here. Nice. And uh, I don't even know where to start, but. <laughs> so when it comes to, when it comes to like album covers and stuff like that, uh, are, I mean, I assume, like you said, artists that are coming to you know are already what to expect or what your style is. Do they just say, I don't know, just give us a, a series of things and we'll pick the right one. Or are no. they saying we want this idea? I don't work with doing a lot of sketches. Typically okay. I work with one idea, um, one strong idea, or I'll pitch them several other ideas. And, and the one idea that I think is really the winner, I would really flesh that one out. Yeah. Um, 
it's very rare that uh, I, I kind of get in their head. And my, my, I, I've, since I've worked with branding and stuff for so many years, I make it a point to try and figure out what that band is all about before I, or what the sound or what the visual is or what they want to be like, mm-hmm. um, or what bands they want to be like when I design. And every band is different. Some come to me with a concept. They have everything fleshed out. They just need me to do the graphic or do the artwork or do the photography. Um, some of them come to me and they don't even have a title. There's a lot of band. There's a lot of albums that I've done where I've actually titled the album <laughs> where I'll, I'll pick the, I'll pick a song or I'll pick a lyric or I'll pick, or I'll come up with a concept and I'll come up with a title based on the concept that I came up with. So those are the ones I like the most. Um, as a creative director and as an art director, um, that's the thing I like doing the most is coming up with the idea. And uh, it's really hard to convey that idea to get it out there. Mm-hmm. But there's certain clients that can see the vision. And, uh, and then when I, when I pop a cover out, when I finally get the first draft of it out, they're like, that's better than I thought it was going to be. And that's always the goal. That, yeah, definitely. But uh, I, I love doing that. It's a lot of fun. I wish I had time to do more of it. Um, I just did a thing with, uh, the, I did a cover for Warrant a few years ago. Yeah. Um, See it right here. Yep. And for me, that I, like the way I approached that, they had a title, but they didn't have an idea about what they wanted to do visually. So I came up with the visuals for it. But what I did is I was like, I kind of looked at their first three albums and I basically treated it as if I was doing the fourth album, like the quality of those first three album covers. Not that the stuff that I came after wasn't good. It was just a little bit more of the times where it was a little bit more DIY looking and a little, a little uh, less expensive looking, I guess. Yeah. So I never, I, I love working with those guys. They're great guys, but I never thought they got the respect they, they deserved as a rock band because yep. they're a good rock band. And um, so when I did that cover, I pitched it to Robert, the singer, he and I did most of the creative on that as far as the visuals. And um, I pitched to him. I said, I told him we need a good, just straight up rock record. I'm not designing a warrant cover. I'm designing as if I was designing for ACDC or the Rolling Stones or actually a combination of ACDC and the Rolling Stones, but it just happens to be a warrant album. So I kind of bring in their, their tongue in cheek humor and uh, their, um, their innuendo, although ACDC and, uh, and Rolling Stones has got them way beaten in <laughs> innuendo. So, <laughs> yeah. So and, I kind of just designed as if I was designing for those bands. And that's and the louder, harder, louder, louder, harder, faster album, right? That's correct. Yep. Yeah. So I that was, go ahead. That was a lot of fun to do. It was just, you know, um, we have a girl screaming with a pair of headphones. And then the, the funny thing is, is Robert got it right away. And, and uh, you know, she looks like she's screaming like she doesn't enjoy the music. I'm like, yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> like it's, it's too loud. It's too hard. It's too fast. And uh, and I wanted it to look like it, like she's a little scared, like a, like one like an old school monster poster like a b-movie monster poster 
And then the guys in the band, like, yeah, you're right. This is, this is us. Yeah. So. And I saw him on that tour, which was what, 2018, 2017. I forget when it was. Uh, something like, it something like been, that. I think it might've been 20. Yeah. It might've been 2017. Yeah. I saw him for that album on that tour. And obviously Rob's got the full Warren star gear. And I mean, he, that dude is the great front man altogether. Yes. You, you put the Warren star gear on him and he, that's just rock icon. Look, you know, he's just got the rock icon. Look where he yeah. rocks that mic and everything like that too. He's fantastic. All the guys in that band are great. Yep. They, uh, they all support us. Um, they've been great to work with. I love working with them. We, we do get a lot of bands from that era that contact us. Yep. Um, they're always looking for deals or whatever. And I don't really do that. And I don't have to do that with the warrant guys. They're fantastic. And, but they don't, they don't have the egos that some of those other bands that are contacting us have. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a, a lot of mix in there. Moving over to photography and stuff like that for specific yes. for photo for band shoots uh, are um, I know you do a lot of product stuff for Warren star, but then also bands will hire you directly for their promos and stuff like that. Is that right? Yes. Typically. Yes. And, and, and when it comes to promos and is it, do you have a standard protocol that you're going to go through or is it like, does the band like we want to do something outside? We want to do something in this environment or is it like we want to come in your studio and you kind of just do your thing? Um, yeah. I mean, most of the bands that contact me that, that hire me, they want me for my style. So yep. they trust me to, to, to come up with the ideas. I use, I prefer shooting in the studio. Yep. Um, I prefer the look of location, but it's just so much work. Yep. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a bit lazy when it comes to that, but if they want to pay for that, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Um, typically it, it used to be a lot more where they would come to me and, uh, and I, but I don't really promote that I'm doing band photography that much anymore. I still do it, but not all that often. Yeah. So most of the band photos that I do are bands that are representing our brand. Yeah. Um, that's part of the thing with, with the look of our brand, like all the photography on the site is me. And we had, uh, we usually do a lot more art right now. I'm pushing some certain products. So I'm not doing a lot of artist photography on the site, but we would do this great artist photography. And that was one of the draws to some of these, to some of the artists that have worked with us is that they not only love the look of the clothes, but they're like, they love the look of the photography. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would, anytime an artist of ours comes to town, I try and get them in front of the camera, whether it's here at the studio or whether I travel to their gig and shoot them. And, uh, I try and get that as much as possible. I've, uh, it's fallen off obviously the past couple of years, but I'm trying to get right back into it right now. Um, and then certain bands, if everybody in the band is wearing it, I'm like, let's do a band shoot. Yeah. You know, Hey, let's make it worth your time too. I want photos of you guys for us, but let's do a band shoot as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's several band shoots that I've done like that where they they use that photo for several years. But um, I wish I had time to do more band shoots, but it's it's usually just Warren Star based nowadays. Yep, I totally yeah. Like you've got a million things. You're a busy guy, absolutely. When it comes to like shooting at their at the venue and stuff like that, what are you bringing with you for the type, that type of shoot? Uh, I've got a couple of. Um, uh, a couple of strobes that are, uh, gosh, 
I'm trying to, they're, the brand is Godox. They're yep, just yep. little uh, lights with the battery. I'm, I'm terrible at the gear stuff. <laughs> yep. I usually bring, uh, I, I tend to shoot with a single light, one yep. big softbox. Um, if I've got the time to do something more elaborate, I'll light, you know, I'll light the scene as well. Um, there are some bands that come to town that, that, uh, that want to hire me for a shoot. Um, one of those bands is death punch. I'm yeah. really close with those guys. And, uh, and Zoltan and I get along really, really well. We have a really mutual respect for each other's work. Um, I'm a, I was a fan of his graphic design before, before I heard any of his music. Yeah, and he's got a whole it. history in graphic design, like yourself. He's got a whole education there as well. He does. He's he's very very good at it. I was I knew who he was and knew his work before Death Punch, in his previous band. So when I got hired, I got hired by Diamond to shoot Zoltan on their first tour. There was the Mayhem tour. They were on a little side stage, and I got to shoot Zoltan for the Amp Company. And we talked. He knew who I was. He knew my work. I knew who he was, knew his work, his design work. And so we talked design and photo and we got along since then. You know, he's, he's also got, he also had a, a clothing company. He had a, um, a fight gear company. And I think at the beginning, I learned more about the clothing industry from Zoltan than anybody. Ah, okay. You know, I learned a lot from him, but I love, you know, whenever he comes to town, we try and get some time together but uh, he loves my photography. He claims I'm his favorite photographer. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm sure he tells everybody that, but uh, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But every single time they come through the area, they hire me to come out. They've asked me three times to shoot photos for their album, and uh, we can never put it together. Um, I'm not big on traveling for work. So I like traveling for vacation. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a big, I'm not a good flyer. Yeah. So, I hear you. Um, so the first one I turned down, but then the, the second ones, uh, you know, when it got to budget with the record label, they didn't want to pay someone to travel. So they hired someone local instead, yeah. but you know, any single time they're on tour, he tries to like, uh, I did the last two shoots with them. One was in Michigan. The, you know, the management's like, to pay me to drive to Michigan, put me up in a hotel and do the shoot. And then the next one was in Peoria, which was about three or four hours from me. And so I did that, but, uh, you know, I love working with them and that I'll bring more lights for that. And, um, I'll shoot them anytime, but I've shot them live before too. I haven't shot them live the past couple of past couple of times I saw them, but, uh, just band photos. Yeah. I was, I was fortunate enough to shoot them live in 2019 obviously right before COVID and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and you started to become friends with hook a lot and stuff like that mm-hmm. and talk to the guys here and there. Uh, so that was kind of cool. When, when you're, when you're like hired to do a shoot like that or, or a band says, you know, or you're whatever you, you're, you're brought out to a location to shoot. How do you, how do you scout out what you want to shoot? Is it like, I'm just, sco- just showing up and picking a spot or is that already done for you? No, I go there and I pick out a spot. And it's usually pretty difficult yeah. uh, to find something good. But I also know that I'm going to edit. I don't, I don't edit a lot, the background. I usually put textures on top of it right. to make it, yep. make it more interesting, um, make it more the, the style that I like. 
So when we shot the, the one in Michigan was rough because it was at a, uh, you know, it was at a, it was an outdoor event at a casino, um, you know, like a uh, Native American casino. And it was nice. And if you've been to a casino, they're usually really clean. Yep. And it was no place, no good place to shoot, but they had an indoor. I like shooting. Uh, I like behind the scenes stuff. Yep. I like even when I see uh, artwork, when I see a drawing, I like to see the, the artist hand. I like to see the pencil sketch. I love shooting stuff backstage. I like seeing the rigging. I like seeing the electrical. Uh, I like seeing all the dirtiness. Yep in the wings of the stage, the stuff you don't see from out front, even by the buses and, you know, and, uh, and uh, road cases and all that stuff. So for example, with that death punch one, it was, there was, they had a secondary stage inside and I could have shot them on that stage and it would have been fine, but I turned this way and there was all the electrical and, you know, and cables and all that stuff. I'm like, let's shoot it here and uh brought several lights into that and then the other one was it in peoria i just had to walk around and i just i walk around until i find one or two locations that i really like and the great thing is is that i'm usually shooting with people who know my work yeah who trust me to 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 find a good spot to make them look good and it's really just a background at that point something different than a backdrop you know i get people all the time i'll get management all the time and say yeah, you're coming to this thing, bring a backdrop with you. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Backdrops are for rookies. Yeah, right. The I world mean, is my backdrop. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to, you know, composite them out of there or something or whatever, yeah. But I like, you know, I like shooting by the buses. I like shooting, you know, I like uh, shooting and getting a good sky, all that stuff. I just try and find a, a good location. Someplace, I, I mean, I, I try and be smart about it where I, I'm trying to find someplace that's away from public so that the public's not bothering us. Right. Or not, you know, the, the band's not distracted by fans or anything like that. And, uh, but yeah, I just, I try and find something good on location and uh, it's worked out so far. Not all the time. Sometimes there's like nothing. You just make, and, the do, make do with whatever you got or. Yeah, I do. And uh, there's a couple of shoots recently that I didn't go do. Uh, it was a, a band that was coming through playing the big shed arena out here, but, um, because of COVID the backstage was locked in locked down. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't get in fan, uh, no family, no guests, no nothing. So we would have to leave the, leave the backstage area to shoot, which it was a shed out in the middle of nowhere. So it's a gravel, you know, parking lot and trees and stuff. I'm like, I ain't shooting this. Yeah. Sorry guys. Let's wait till everything gets better and I'll we'll shoot it another time. Yeah. I just yeah, didn't I mean, want I, I didn't know I wasn't I was I wasn't gonna get stuff that anyone was gonna be happy with. Yeah. And we didn't end up shooting again anyway. So I didn't I turned it down. It's a smart move. I mean, because it's you know, it's really a challenge. I've I've got limited experience in that. I've done a few bands uh here and there. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, I mean for me being sort of a rookie in that world, I kind of just get like, all right, we will give you a 10 minutes. You just got to kind of quickly set up something real quick and we'll just do what we can. And hopefully we get something out of it. I try and yeah, I, I've had a lot of those where it was just a few minutes like that. Um, yeah. I, well, my, my quickest, my shortest photo shoot was two minutes. <laughs> and I think it was less than 50 frames. 
it was well we shot i shot uh hell yeah up in madison at a and a um it was on stage at the venue and we originally had an hour blocked out but a couple of the guys in the band forgotten slept <laughs> slept in and uh by the time we got to shoot that that photo shoot was four minutes and one of the guys was half asleep and you can tell in the photo if i told you <laughs> who it was <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later i had i was shooting static x and basically what i did is they were going up the stairs to a waiting area before they go on stage. I set up right there, right before they went up on stage. Yep. Yep. And I, I hadn't shot static X before I hadn't even met the guys yet. I knew the tour manager really well. So we were just doing a quick photo shoot. And, uh, this, this was way back when, and, uh, um, met the guys really quick with really quick photo. Uh, I did a test shot. I show it to the guys. They're like, got it. They know what to do and they immediately get into character. That's why I love working with bands that are higher up because they know how to turn it on yep. and, it was, and they're already in their stage clothes about ready to go on. And so I shot bang, 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 and uh, got some great stuff. I like high pressure like that. Yep. I wish I had more time because I knew I could do better, but I mean, even the last death punch, we, you know, you gotta, you gotta roll with what you get. Yep. That last death punch shoot I did in Peoria, I was originally blocked out for an hour. I was on the itinerary, my name blocked out for one hour. And they had all these meet and greets that went over. And I think I had a 20 minute shoot. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I got yeah. some, I got some great stuff. Yeah. I mean, as long as you know what you're doing, you can make do with what you got, but it really is. You're completely winging it without knowing the day of. I, I love that. As long as everybody's ready. Yeah. And we start shooting, uh, I can, I can handle it. And then I guess I just got to loosen them up. I've got a couple minutes to loosen them up to, to get them comfortable that we're doing a cool shoot. Yep. You know, generally I shoot a couple of shots. I show it to them and they just like, Oh, wow. That looks really good. Yep. That's awesome. The, um, I mean, you, you mentioned you haven't done it recently, but shooting live uh, uh, stuff like that. Um, how, how were you doing? Um, were you doing that for an extended period of time? Or is that just sort of like a package deal with, doing a photo shoot or anything like that. What's, what's the live, what was the live stuff for you? Well, the live stuff, um, I think I'm a little different than a lot of photographers. I've never shot for like a lot of the people I bump into the pit are usually shooting for a publication or a website. Right. I've yep. never done that. I'm almost always shooting for, uh, a brand or the band. Yep. Um, and I try and when I'm shooting, I try and get access to the whole set. If I'm only getting the first three songs, I'm not really interested. Yeah. I don't really, unless it's something, unless I'm shooting for an assignment and I just know I got to get in, get out. Um, but I usually don't like that. Cause by the time three songs is going, I'm getting warmed up as they're getting warmed up. Right, so if right. I'm not warmed up. I'm not getting great stuff. They're not warmed up yet. They're not giving me their best stuff. Right. So I like to shoot the whole set if possible, or I shoot until I, I know I got what I need. The challenge with the first three songs, because I shoot for a venue or I shoot for the artist myself. Yeah. The challenge for, for me for the first three songs is, for example, I just shot uh, Alice Cooper's band and Alice is always excellent live. He's such a great, yes. great performer, everything. And I shoot these excellent photos. I'm like, these came out awesome. And then I go look at everyone else's photos and they're all the exact same shots. Because first of all, the band is, knows how to pose for the shots. They know the process. 
So we're all just capturing that moment. And then we all have the same exact shot from venue to venue to venue. That's why I, I there's certain bands. And I'm just like, you know, I've had, I had the opportunity to shoot kiss and I'm like, why? So I can get the same photos everybody else has because yeah. they all get the same shots. Yep. You know, I, I try and, I try and shoot a little differently, but uh, you know, I didn't have a need to shoot kiss, I guess, but um, no, I, I, I try and I like shooting for the band because then they know I'm there to pose for me yeah, um, or not, you know, or ignoring me, whatever their, whatever their look is. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Cooper, I, I shot Alice Cooper live a bunch of times. My first time seeing Alice Cooper was from the photo pit, which was amazing. Yep. And uh, I just started working with them. I can't remember what year that was. Might've been 2005, 2005. It was yep. when Damon, Damon Johnson was playing with them. So I met Damon and he invited me out to shoot them in Milwaukee. And I think I shot them six times on that tour and I never got sick of the show. It was yeah. amazing. I mean, I, I love shooting Alice Cooper. I love watching Alice Cooper. Yeah. The excellent, excellent performances every single time. Yeah. And every, I wish I every yeah, every artist. I mean, we've had uh, Ryan Roxy on the show as well. I mean, they're yeah. all just super cool people. So I met Ryan performers. once. Yeah. I met Ryan once. Good people. i I don't know much of the guys. I know Chuck Garrick yep. really well because yep. Chuck was in the band when I was shooting them, but I haven't, I haven't shot them in a while. I saw them a few years ago, but I haven't shot them in a while. Yeah. But yeah. I, I was hoping to see them on this run with uh, them and Ace Fraley. Yep. So we're, we're with the guys in Ace's band, uh, but I'm not, I'm not ready to get out to shows yet. I'm just a little too, uh, you know, my, I got to worry about my health. Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, for us be shooting for the venue. Uh, there are a lot of specific rules that are changing from artist to artist. Like some artists are extremely strict about the whole COVID, uh, yep. you know, six feet away and all that stuff. When we separate, they separate artist group from fan side, so the you know the stage is a completely you know from stage back is one bubble versus actual crowd and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and it, it is, it is a weird, it's been a weird year for photos, uh, for concerts. I mean, uh, in regards to that requirement, because, um, uh, we're a live nation venue and live nation sets the rules and those rules change as you know, the, the requirements change or whatever, whatever's going on. And yeah. like I said, certain artists, we have a, we're, we're probably a more predominant country venue than we are rock. We do have rock, but, but the country artists are either like, we don't give a crap. You do whatever you want, or you are absolutely strictly following the rules right to the letter. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's every show. We just like, we don't know till we, till it happens, what's going to happen. Yeah. I know so many uh, guys in, in the bands and crews that I, and I have so much respect for them that I, I you know, for a year and a half, they were, they weren't working. So yeah, I, I don't want to be part of the problem. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I also don't want to get sick myself Yep, and I don't have a need right now for some of the, the photos. And right. I, you know, when some of my bands come to, to town, I've gone and recently I've gone to their shows and hung out with them backstage, shot them backstage, but I don't stay for the show. Cause I don't, I trust the band and the crew and that bubble. I don't trust the people out front, you know, the people yeah. when you're standing in the pit, they're tapping you and going, take a picture of me. And I'm like, get yeah. away from me. 
Uh, you know, and I get that a lot. And it's funny. There are shows where we are required to be masked and six mm-hmm. feet apart. And we're literally standing in a pit of, you know, thousands of people where we are the only ones with masks on required. <laughs> and I'm like, right. I don't know what this is accomplishing, but I'm going to follow the, the guidelines because, you know, I don't want to rock. You know, I want to, I want to be safe and I want to keep my party safe, Yeah, but it, there's not a lot of rhyme or reason to some stuff going on. Yeah. I, I, you know, I talked to several of those, my artists that are like, they want to get out. They have to get out, but some of them are really scared. I mean, I, you know, you don't know what kind of underlying conditions some of these people have. I, a good friend of mine is in one of the bands and, and just as they, he was excited to get back out on the road and the Delta thing started happening and, yep. and he's a singer and he has asthma and, uh, and he's playing little clubs where people are three feet from him singing his own songs right back to his face. Yep. And he was scared. He was like, I can't wait to go home. He goes, I want this to be over with. <laughs> I yep. want to get out and play, but I, I can't, I'm so scared to play. And I'm like, I've that's I now you know why I'm not staying. And we just had uh Matt Dorito on, formerly of Pop Evil. And, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was with Corey, you know, he was out with Corey and we had him on, and then he went out with Corey like two weeks later, and they then you know they got it. And Corey had to quarantine and all that stuff for you know, whatever it was, 14 days, whatever it was during that tour. So I was like, man, it's just it, you it's it's a it's it's a, almost a no-win situation. You gotta get out and work. But if you do, you're now risking, yeah, you know, yeah. financials, you're risking health, you're risking all these different other people's employment, all that stuff. You have to be smart and stick to and, and stick to a plan. And uh, the the Coop to the Coop Fraley tour, um, they did it right. Um, they came home, everybody was safe. No, not a single yeah. test. And I, it just, it's, you know, it bothers me to see these bands are trying to go out there and then they, they book this tour and then they got to cancel halfway through. And then yep. you get other people that are like, why can't I go there with my, without my mask on? Why can't I come to your showroom without my mask on? I'm like, yeah. and once you get a few drinks on you, you just don't give a crap. Anyway, you're going to just, whatever. It doesn't matter. The first half of our season was, uh, um, what do you call it? Half, half capacity. Yeah. We're in the earlier part of this year was half capacity shows. And the interesting thing about that is, you know, there are certain guidelines, you know, they seat people uh, six feet apart from each other. So your party is uh, section six feet away. However, when you go to the restrooms or when you go to the concession stands, it's just a massive uh, people standing together. So I'm like, it, it, it is what it is. I, guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm lucky. We went the whole season. Our season, we're an outdoor shed uh, and our season is from good. You know, May to uh, we just finished up at the beginning of October, I think it was, or September. It was a late season for us. Uh, no, October. Uh, yeah, October, whatever. Uh, and, you know, luckily we didn't, uh, I'm not aware of any incidents whatsoever. So we've been pretty lucky. Uh, we're, we're probably a more higher end on the uh, live and uh, live nations uh, venues in regards to uh, we have a lot of, we're an award-winning venue, so we're, we're we have a lot of uh, effort put into our venue. Which I've seen some venues that were that the opposite for some venues, but uh, yeah. So we've been very fortunate for us this year, anyways. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back out, but I don't know yeah. when that'll be for me. 
Well, I mean, I've taken a lot of your time. I really appreciate it. I, I want to just kind of ask you a few more questions if that's sure. all right. And then we'll call it a night. But um, so you've, I mean, you've worked with almost everybody. I mean, you've, you've talked with the coolest of cool and probably some of the people you would never want to talk to again, but is there, is there like artists that you kind of wish you would work with, or you wish you could work with more that you just haven't had the opportunity to? Oh gosh. Um, that's hard to say. I mean, I really like working with, like I said before, with people that really that res- respect the work that I do, that trust me to do the work that I do. Um, the one that I did work with that I wish I could have worked with more was Dimebag Daryl. Yeah, but he was taken away from us though. And uh, I, f- I believe that if, if he had lived, um, he would definitely be a Warren Star artist. Um, <laughs> yeah. If Warren Star would have happened, because if he hadn't passed away, Warren Star may not have happened. True, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't. Um, there's a lot of. I don't really have any dream artists that I would like to work with. I can't think of that. It, it's that's a weird. It's I get asked that a lot. Yeah, and I don't really have an answer for it because um, yeah. everybody's different. I mean, there's some artists that I would be like, this won't be interesting, and it ends up being great. Yeah. You know, or ones that I really like to work with, and uh, and you know, it's it's like, oh, this isn't worth it. <laughs> so, but, when artists come to you, yeah, I mean, uh, we we've talked about a lot of artists that have been around for a while and have been sort of a staple of that particular style of music, whatever it is, like Dimebag or whatever. Um, but there's a lot of new artists coming through the through the you know through the 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 touring scene now that are just kind of starting to change the direction of music. Are mm-hmm. you seeing a lot of that, or or are you, uh, or is 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 there like a specific style that you look for? I mean, is, is there a a because um, I would think as a record or a management company. It, it's valuable for my artist to look a certain way. Maybe I would want to put them in contact with a Warren star or something like that. Do you see anything we, like that? We try and uh, we call ourselves a rock and roll brand. Right. And so we don't try and lean too far in any one direction. Some people call us a metal brand. Some uh, I, I don't think of us as a metal brand, even though we have some edgier stuff and that's some of the stuff I grew up on. Right. Um, but I like, all things rock and roll. I like that we can lean more goth or we can lean more country or we can lean more glam. Um, I like all different kinds of music. Um, I'm more of a song guy and, and, you know, versus following one artist. Um, And some of the artists that I like, you know, I'm surprised that they would wear our clothes. You know, because I'm I'm a child of the '70s, so I'm like, I I love Queen and yeah. Sweet and uh, bands like that. And then we get a band like the Struts that comes out, and I'm like, oh, this is fucking amazing. These guys yeah. are are great. And then I get a message from one of the guys in the band on Instagram asking about a pair of pants, and he really wants to get this, that, and the other, and. Uh, He's like, yeah, I have a pair of your pants. And so I know how they fit. I'm like, really? I looked up on the back end of the website. I'm like, holy cow, he is a customer. <laughs> you know, or we get the, a band like Bad Flower, same thing. A guitar player from that band buys from us. You know, it's always amazing that 
when we started out, it was all about trying to find these artists, trying to get artists on board. Our first artist that we didn't know um, was Uriah Heep. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I know who Uriah Heep is. I love Uriah Heep, but yeah. I would never suspect that they would contact us. And they asked us to dress the whole band and all that. But that was the first time we had somebody that we didn't know. And so more and more, when we start seeing orders come in, you know, I, I get an order. We get an order. This was a few months back from Nikki six. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, that's not really Nikki six. Like is the customer name was Nikki six. And I'm like, I look it up and I look up his email address. And I look up where it's going and his, his new home in Wyoming. I'm like, yeah. that's him. <laughs> or we get an order from, uh, from uh, Dave Batista. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what? And so it was, it's, it's like I said before, it's, it's a series of holy crap moments, you know, people I wouldn't even think about. And uh, so we were watching, uh, I was up late working. Sylvia and I were up late working one night watching uh, Seth Meyers and they had an interview with, um, Oh, I can't remember his name, Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista for the new TV series. And Bautista comes on the zoom call and he's wearing our beanie with a logo right up in the front. I'm like, oh, that's pretty wild. That's <laughs> awesome, man. So it's 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 so great to have that. And it's not like these artists didn't just reach out to us. They just went to our website and bought. So this is like we knew that we built something that is respected. And that's that's, I think, what means the most to me is that people just come to us and, and uh, you know, and uh, and just buy the stuff I've. I'm always amazed at who does come to us, you know, um, and we've, we run the gamut. So, I mean, I love all these new bands that are coming out and, and what, as far as the music goes, to get back to your question, the um, it's just like design and visuals. I, the stuff kind of goes in cycles. I noticed this when I was doing guitars for, for uh, in the guitar industry, where it was like, it would be uh, graphic guitars would be really big. And then it would just go back down to black and Brown's. And that would come back up. So same thing in the music industry. You know, it's funny that we uh, graphic tees for us were really big for a while and then they slowed down. And then our basics, our, our plain black shirts, our plain wash shirts suddenly start selling like crazy. Yeah. And then they hit that peak and then suddenly the graphic stuff starts coming back. So, and I never know who's going to buy it. Like I said, the struts, uh, bad flower. I, I'm a fan of both those bands, but I would never in a million years would have thought they were customers. Well, maybe, maybe both Jason and uh, Dave Batista will uh, be wearing Warnstar in the next Dune movie, Dune 2, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would that be something? That, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be killer. I'd be all about that. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I you guys have such a cool style. I wouldn't surprise, I mean, would be surprising, but it wouldn't surprise me to see your stuff in media related content because it fits into a lot of this sort of style. Sylvia and I love that. I think the most like we, um, we love being, we've done many music videos where we styled it and, and I've done photography on it. Um, and we love that the most, the behind the scenes, the creative process, the, okay. the long hours of that. I love that. So, um, if things were different, you know, we, we had kids young and we stayed here in, in Chicago, 
But if we got married first, we probably would have moved out West and uh, probably done something in the movie industry because we both love that. I love the behind the scenes. I love being part of that. And we probably would have done that. We have, uh, we've had people buy stuff from us for movies, smaller ones that people buy stuff from, from us for, uh, for shows, for Broadway shows, for um, musicals on, on ships, uh, you know, part of the, like a carnival cruise line where they would buy stuff for all their staff members in the entertainment group. We have uh, the voice, the, the stylist from the voice buy stuff from us um, just to put on the, either the band or some of the people coming out. Yeah. We had uh, American Idol is bought from us. So stuff does get out there. But yeah, as far as a movie thing, that's something that Sylvia and I would, we would die to do that. I mean, if, you know, maybe they'll someday make Rockstar 2, and then you have Zach Wilde and all those guys wearing one star out there or whatever, that would be so awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that would be a dream or a nightmare, but yeah. <laughs> Either way, it'd be awesome. <laughs> no, it would be cool. It, I, would, I would love that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, cool. Cool. So when it comes to like live shots and, and touch-ups and stuff, what's your post process? What do you, what, what do you, what, what, what's involved with your work? Well, with the photography, when I'm doing a photography of a live setting, um, my goal is always to have, I like shots that have energy and have attitude. And I don't think a live photo ever does the show justice. So I like, since I like doing post work, I try and make, I want my, my shot to look as, uh, as exciting as it felt when I shot it, but you, it's really hard to do that in a still shot. So I like to add textures and sparks and maybe little flares and stuff like that to some of my live shots. Um, I don't do it all the time, but I, if I need it, if it needs it, um, I, I like to add that in there. Cause I just think, and it, it helps with it's, it's my style, I guess. Um, but I always get people asking other photographers, particularly like I did a shot once of, uh, um, I shot Rob zombie, the, um, and I had a shot of piggy D that I'd posted. And I mean, if you've seen Rob zombie or shot Rob zombie before, you know, that's a really exciting electric show. There's a lot going on really cool, but you get in a still shot and it's just, eh, it's, it's Okay. It doesn't have that feeling that you felt when you shot it. I want people when they look at my live shots to go, I wish I was there. I wish I saw that. So I think adding a little bit, some photographers don't like that. Don't they want to see what it actually was to me? That is what it actually was. So I like adding stuff to it. So I would post a photo and uh, there was another photographer, a friend of mine saw the photo posted and he's like, when was all that going on? Was that, it must have been on the other side of the stage. You know, so I like to sweeten my photos up a little bit, um, just as I would if it was a studio shot. In my mind, there's no difference. If I'm going to retouch and add detail to a studio shot, why wouldn't I do it to a live shot? Yeah, there's been, I've actually shot, uh, very similar in this moment has that sort of, they just yes. have this epic presentation when they're, in their performance with everything they do. And Mm -hmm. I've done a a very similar thing where I'm like this, what I see, what I took is only a portion of what I really saw in that moment. 
in, yeah. literally in that moment. Uh, yes. and, and yeah. And you can just take that standard shot that, and you just, you can express what you see or what you're feeling from that moment. Totally. Yeah. I just, I just loved it. I loved getting the energy out. And, and if I can add more energy to the shot, absolutely. I do it now. In regards to post work, you had mentioned uh, uh, Photoshop from the beginning. Are, have you always been an Adobe guy? Have you ever ventured oh, out yeah. into anything else? No, I've been, uh, like I said, so I've been Photoshop since version 2.0. I've kind of, I know it inside and out. I learned it. Like I, I when I was coming up, uh, I had people that were, um, would ask me about Photoshop and ask me how I learned to do all this stuff. And I'm like, I, was one of those guys that uh, read the manual from cover to cover. Nice. And that's the way I learned. I, that's, I'm like, why wouldn't you do that? It's, it was a big, thick manual at the time. Why wouldn't you learn how to do it from that? Um, nowadays, I, I learn from, you know, I, I see some people that would do uh, some YouTube videos or I see an effect and I try and break it down and go, how do I get this look? Or I have an effect in my mind and say, how do I break it down and get this look? Yep. But I love doing stuff in Photoshop. I love, I'm a, I'm, I'm big on compositing shots. Um, I've, that's kind of my thing. A lot of people, you know, I, I, I do a lot of band shots. I've, I've had to remove band members, replace band members, and you got to make it so that nobody knows. And I've done that a lot. Yeah. In, in regards to going back to the post work with live stuff, I mean, there's many times where I have to move mic stands. Oh, yeah. You got like a guitar head sticking out on just on the corner of the photo. And you got to kind of clean it up and stuff like that. There's so much cool stuff you can do in Photoshop. Yeah. I like, I do some of that. I don't, I try not to add too much to it, but yeah, I do take away weird shadows or it sucks shooting in a small club where you get someone's head in the shot. And you got to kind of figure out a clever way of cropping that out, but still making yep. the shot interesting. Yep. You know, Yep. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff. So uh, let's, let's end on this last question. So where are you going from here? Cause you've got so much cool stuff. I know you've got, uh, yeah, there's not enough time in the, in the day for you, but where are you going? What, what do you have anything new or any, what is there any vision for the next five years or anything like that? Well, we're hoping to just continue to grow the brand. Um, this past year, one thing I always wanted to do was, was, uh, long sleeve button down dress style shirts. Um, we launched that earlier this year, um, getting ready to do a whole bunch more of that. We've got a whole bunch more denim that we're working with our manufacturer, taking some of the custom designs, excuse me, that Sylvia has done and getting them manufactured. I finally got to the point where we're really happy with what our manufacturer is doing. So we're able to put out some of the custom designs at a lower price point, but the same quality. Good. Um, and then we're going to, we're talking about, we're mostly a men's company, but we're, we've tried doing women's a couple of times, but we kind of dipped our toe into it. Um, and so we're hoping that next year we're going to roll out women's and try and, I don't know that we'll be able to make it as big as the men's in a short amount of time, but uh, that's where we want to go with it. And I want to get back to, doing more photography and uh, with our bands as soon as able, everybody's able to get out again. Yep. Um, I just hired for the first time I've hired on staff, a graphic designer photographer who has the same background that I have, but 20 something years younger than I am. <laughs> um, and she's doing a great job, but it's like the, it's, 
it was so hard to get to a point where I can let go and say, here's the camera. You shoot some of this stuff. Yeah. Now it's going to start up being product stuff that I don't want to shoot that I don't have the time <laughs> to shoot, but um, she's really good. And uh, I'm excited to, I, I, I kind of got to release it a little bit and let it not be just Sylvia and myself. We got to kind of, in order to grow the brand, we have yeah. to branch out and, and bring more of, more vision from other designers and other photographers. And that's what we're doing. I'm kind of building a, uh, I've the past couple of years, I've been kind of building an artist collective. uh, I guess we can call it um, where I have designers and illustrators that I'm working with to help bring new looks to the brand while I'm still doing the looks that I do really well. I'm like, you know, I can try doing this other style, but it's really better to hire this guy to do it. Right. Uh, photography too. I know a lot of photographers. So I talk to photographers and I've, I'm fortunate enough to know a bunch of them that are like, here, here's some photos, go ahead and use them. You know, nice. give me credit. And nice. I'm like, I love that. So yeah. I want to continue to grow that. Um, but then that allows me to, uh, to turn F3 studios into Warren star studios and it be an artist collective. And I've talked to a few of my music artists about it, and they're super excited because they're constantly coming to me to, de- to design something, to design an album. I've been, I turn down more than I take. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. I either want to have my hands in it or art direct it and, and trust someone else to do right. the, the design work or even the photography work, but I want to have my hand in it somehow. So I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more of a creative director, uh, overseeing more stuff like that. But uh, yeah, some sort of design co- design collective, design and photography collective is is kind of what I'm hoping for, yeah. and it'll all be under the Warren Star umbrella. That's awesome. Yeah, I, you're in the right spot, doing the right thing, man. I I, I see. I I think it's gonna be awesome. Thank you. So. In closing, where do people go to find you? Uh, social medias. Uh, we sort of mentioned websites already, but go ahead and tell me where do people find you for whatever it is they you know you, yeah. you have to offer. For my design and photography to see my work, it's F3 Studios, F3Studios.com. I'm on uh, Facebook, although I don't update that one that much. I update my Instagram more than anything so because it's photos. So yeah. that's uh, Instagram.com slash F3Studios. Um, and then Warnstar is uh, warnstar.com and uh, facebook.com slash warnstar, instagram.com slash warnstar, all of that. And uh, that gets updated all the time. We're constantly putting out new stuff. And that's kind of, you know, most of the photography that I show on the F3 Studio site is pretty much Warnstar based, unless I got a project here and there. Like I'm, going to be working on this dope thing so you'll see that album cover pop up sometime in spring nice and probably some behind the scenes on that nice nice and, I, and i'll add to the one star thing you can go up sign up for the newsletter because i get the yes newsletters with the summer sales and the spring sales and all that stuff so you, there's a lot of cool stuff and you you, you get tons of tons of different products in there I, I, I will I will recommend bringing back this shirt though because I love this shirt. I, need I love one. that des- I love that design. I got some. I want to bring that back in another form. I try and I want to reinvent it. Um, right. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's on the list. 
I, I, I'm waiting for that one. I'm definitely buying that one. I get this one. I have the black one that's like this too. I think it was or, or something like that. I forget what it Looks was. Looks like it's still shining. It's held up pretty well. It's still, it's still kind of there. Yeah, it's still doing pretty good. I, I only wear it for like shows and stuff like that. It's my special shirt. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> hey, thanks for watching this episode of Tales from the Pit with Stefan Jensen. We hope you enjoyed it. You can check out this show and many of our other guests on our website, talesfromthepit.net, on YouTube, and on all of your favorite podcast locations. We'll see you next time.